0: Probably? This is probably gonna end in flames and we need to get a prenup, right? <laughs> no, I I know I'm like the least this is sounding like the most horribly unromantic way to yeah, be. I'm of not dating things. you at all now. There's no, no way <laughs> nobody <I> mean, after <laughs> this is dating me. There's there's no dating happening in my life. But the truth is that I mean that sort of within ourselves, we have to recognize that that happy fiction that it's going to last forever, whether it's a friendship or a lover, has to live alongside the realization that it might not last forever. And maybe it isn't even meant to last forever. And maybe there are things within the relationship that were holding you back or holding your partner back or your friend back. And that it's not a cataclysm when it ends. It is the end of one thing and it's the beginning of something else. I think we get stuck in this idea that the end of a friendship or the end of a love relationship a romantic relationship is a failure right and i think so many of our letter writers get hung up on this idea which is really a narcissistic idea that we confuse that very natural necessary process with a kind of moral or a a sort of failing within us and then we beat ourselves up and that compounds the disappointment of not having that traveling partner often
1: and i didn't know you guys did this i i was listening to this time and time again Where someone will say, hey, what should I do? Blah, 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 blah. And they end up by saying, you know, confused in Seattle or what should I do? And often Mm -hmm. you guys will be like, break up with him, break up with her, leave him. Yeah. Tell him and do it. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Do you see why I'm surprised by that? Like normally I think you get advice people like, well, try to make it work. Maybe you should get counseling. You're like, nope, leave him.
0: What happens is that there's two letters. There's the letter that the person thinks they're writing, which is, I'm confused, should I be with this person? And then there's an actual objective description of how the relationship makes them feel. And so it's perfectly obvious to us that this person needs to end the relationship, but they, they just need somebody else to tell them, look, you're telling us you're ready to be done with this relationship.
1: You have a letter and I a letter that was written to you that you responded to that I found very powerful. And at first I almost skipped it because it's from a cat lady, right? <laughs> Could you tell me about the cat lady? She's the crazy and confused cat lady.
0: Yeah. well, she, I, I don't think she was crazy or confused. What she was describing, it's a perfect example of this sort of letter I was mentioning where she was saying, well, you know, my guy's not perfect, but like they always, the letters always begin with a happy fiction. This is the greatest relationship I met, the love of my life, <laughs> yeah. and like we've been super happy for five years. And then there's like those three sentences and the rest of the letter is devoted to how unbelievably unhappy they are, how inconsiderate this person is, how how much they feel like their sort of self-esteem is being stabbed all over and this was this kind of letter where this woman was essentially saying I'm thinking about having kids with this guy we've been married for a while but he doesn't want to have anything to do with my cat he doesn't want to have to clean up the cat out of the you know kitty litter and he's trying to make me feel like I'm going to be a terrible mother because of the way that I take care of my cats and I'm just sitting there it's like that's not a red flag it's like a red cape You know, it's <laughs> right. like a whole bunch of them being waved if you think a cat Is difficult to negotiate. If you think a a litter box is difficult to negotiate, meet a baby, okay? If you want to talk about the kind of pressures that are put on a relationship, a romantic relationship, babies, they're little truth bombs that land in people's lives. And I believe that it is unwise to go into, you know, not just a marriage, but to become the parent to a baby with somebody who you can't even successfully be respectful, and, you know, mutually take care of a cat. Hmm.
1: You know, you say something to her in your letter that I found very powerful that I don't think I'll forget. You say, just golden rule the sucker. Yeah. You told her, just golden rule the sucker. What does golden rule the sucker mean?
0: Well, I mean, look, if your complaint is that your husband is saying that you're going to be a lousy mom and is saying that you don't do a good job taking care of cats and that he doesn't, you know, doesn't want to have to deal with kitty litter because it's your problem and so on and so forth. If that's the way that you would behave towards him, if he was the one who, you know, was more attached to the cats, then okay. Like, good luck trying to make a happy relationship together. You're like cats in a bag. But if you can honestly say, I would never treat my husband that way, then there's a real problem there. And Mm. you need to tell him You know, I don't like the terms of this relationship. It's a very simple, quick way of saying, let me just think about how I would behave in this situation. And I I want to say by that what's underneath this anxiety about the kitty litter, because it's never about the kitty litter. No, it's not about the kitty litter. It's about what you know, what's dropped in that kitty litter. It's about people's stuff and their anxieties, their neuroses. My read is always that when people are hostile. Especially when men are hostile, it always comes from a place of self-doubt. It always comes from a place of insecurity that is kind of expressing itself as animosity or contempt. And this is a lot of what we're trying to do in the show is to get underneath.